You're listening to the Bitcoin.com News Podcast. Today's guest is Vlad Ponomarev, CEO of Broxas. Welcome to the show, Vlad. Hello. Uh, thank you for inviting. Thank you for coming. So would you please start by introducing yourself to our audience and uh, you know, telling us a little bit about your background? Yeah, absolutely. So um, uh, my name is Vladislav Ponomarev. So um, I'm the general manager of the company named Roxas. So we are a blockchain developer and uh, validator company. So we are focusing uh, on uh, cre- creating different DeFi uh, solutions like cross-chain bridges, uh, DEXs, wallets, and all this information. So uh, I personally uh, have quite a vast experience in different areas, so uh, including marketing, including B2B sales and uh, development. So and in past, um, I was responsible for developing the ecosystem for the Cryptarium company. And uh, since 2019, so I uh, moved to Broxos and uh, successfully we transformed it to one of the uh, most promising companies, I hope, for this year. That's great. And can you give us more about the mission statement of Broxos? Like, what's the vision behind it that, that you want to achieve? Yeah, so um, actually our motto is crypto is easy, uh, meaning that as we started from being just a blockchain integration company uh, facilitating the access to different blockchains for uh, businesses and individuals. So later on, we switched more to the more challenging from one side, but uh, more more promising uh, area of the DeFi and uh, blockchain development. Uh, and even here, so uh, with all of our products, so we primarily uh, aim to making this new finance more accessible, more understandable and uh, uh, easy to use for the majority uh, of the world population, Uh, especially if we speak about uh, the underdeveloped countries where they really lack a very uh, good set of financial instruments. Yeah, that's 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 a worthy goal. So I, I've seen you recently announced um, a universal bridge mechanism that will allow projects to send liquidity from any blockchain to another. Can you share more details about that and tell us what makes it unique and you know what sort of development does it enable? Yeah, so uh, maybe uh, I, I first should share a few words about the Octus Bridge product we're speaking about. So this is one of our uh, uh, primary products uh, that we are developing. So it's uh, a a bridge uh, between uh, different blockchains. So for now, this is uh, EVM blockchains mainly, but uh, later on, so we uh, uh, will be adding non-EVM compatible blockchains like Solana, like uh, uh, Near, like uh, any other uh, blockchain that uh, is uh, needing the connection. So, and uh, we started uh, from the simple token transfer, like pretty pretty much any other bridge, but uh, we started it from the uh, quite innovative way when we uh, designed the bridge to be the decentralized from the very beginning, meaning that there are, uh, there is a set of uh, validators, we call them relayer nodes, uh, who can uh, transfer messages from one blockchain to another. 
And the rules for becoming a relayer is open to, to anyone, unlike uh, most of other bridge solutions. And uh, all you need is uh, a good server, uh, hardware, and uh, a significant stake of uh, 100,000 bridge tokens to become a relayer. Uh, so, and... Uh, uh, having appeared in late 2020, uh, the bridge has passed through uh, a very big roadmap of uh, improving the, its core functionality, its interfaces. And uh, now we have reached one of our milestones that is called uh, Universal Bridge, uh, which allows you to transfer any tokens from uh, any connect of connected networks to any other network. Uh, so what does it mean that uh, we have the pre-configured set of uh, popular tokens like USDT, USDC, DAI, BTC, and other, and few others. But if you have a token, for example, issued on uh, Polygon or on uh, BNB chain or even in Ethereum, and you uh, need to tr to let your audience uh, um, easy and cheap way to transfer uh, your token to any other network. So you can easily drop your token to the Octus bridge and get the derivative token uh, on the target chain. What does it mean? Let's, for example, take a sample token that is named uh, ABC. Yeah, so and you have issued uh, on Ethereum. And uh, you want to list uh, this token, uh, for example, on uh, on Pancake in BNB chain. Uh, in this case, so you simply indicate the address of your token in Octus Bridge uh, and uh, make a transfer. So, and then on the BNB chain side, you will get the token that has a prefix OCT after Octus. Uh, so, OCT ABC, so uh, that you can easily list on the pancake. Uh, however, if you have uh, already the multi chain emission of your tokens, like for example, uh, in the case of popular stable coins like USDT, for instance. So uh, we can help you to configure the matching mechanism uh, that will uh, help you transfer directly your own tokens and match them between different networks, meaning that you will send ABC from Ethereum and you will get ABC on the BNB chain side. But this will require you to supply sufficient liquidity to the bridge vaults uh, that will uh, serve your customers to, uh, to, to finish the transfer. Uh, and uh, this mechanism uh, is uh, the first step to our, in our uh, B2B roadmap, meaning that uh, uh, we are aiming at different decentralized applications and different uh, blockchains uh, to use uh, this bridge on-chain uh, as an underlying uh, transport for the value and liquidity between different networks. And uh, with this, I mean, not only token transfer, but also all kinds of information transfer, smart contracts call, and so on and so forth to make uh, any application truly cross-chain. I wonder how much would uh, you know such a transfer of information cost? Because right now, if you look at uh, networks, you know, like Ethereum and stuff like that, that, that you know, the, the main problem there is the gas fees making uh, a lot of stuff uh, impractical. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, so actually, uh, the bridge itself doesn't take uh, uh, a big fee 
So, uh, and for now, uh, as we just have started this universal bridge mechanism, and we are uh, looking at uh, the uh, transfer amounts. So we didn't, did not apply any uh, additional commission. Uh, so uh, all you need to pay is just gas fee on from the uh, source chain. So uh, where you are sending the tokens from uh, to the target chain and the target chain where you are willing to receive. Uh, this is required because uh, the Octus bridge is a truly on-chain bridge, so unlike most of other competitive solutions, and uh, it provides uh, a true decentralization and uh, uh, reliability, general reliability. Uh, so it may, uh, may be uh, not that uh, cheap. Yeah, uh, especially if we speak about Ethereum. Uh, but uh, if uh, we speak about the uh, reliable cross-chain transfer uh, for your uh, applications, you can easily aggregate, for example, certain amount of funds and then transfer them in bulk, minimizing the uh, amount of gas you need to pay to the source chain. Uh, if we speak about other chains except Ethereum, so uh, the gas fees are, are quite modest. Yeah, I was just mentioning Ethereum because of the the gas issue. Obviously, on the other chain, it's not a not that much of a problem. Yeah, but uh, last week when I transferred uh, funds from Ethereum to BNB, so it costed me something like twenty to thirty bucks. So not not that uh, tremendous amount of money. Cool. And and what type of uh, innovation does that enable? Like having a, a bridge like that for um you know for for projects yeah so um first is that uh it provides the trust to the uh, uh dapps because uh, when uh, any dapp issues its uh, own coin uh its erc20 token uh, on any evm compatible blockchain or in future so any token on any, on any connected blockchain so they have a choice so either they uh, apply certain kind of uh, off-chain mechanics to balance the liquidity between uh, different chains. And uh, most of the apps are targeting also uh, getting listed not only in Ethereum, but Uniswap or Sushi, so, but also uh, on uh, DEXs in other chains. And uh, Octus Bridge is, uh, is the ultimate solution for, for achieving this because in this case, uh, you do not uh, have to think about controlling the uh, emission in different networks but rather you, you do this in one chain and then you just transfer it to, to other networks and all these uh, amounts they are uh, well backed by uh, the original reserves that you're locked in the source chain uh, second thing is uh, as i said so this is only first step towards the uh, cross-chain uh, uh, the fully universal cross-chain uh, transport, meaning that, for example, if you have, uh, uh, um, I don't know, a metaverse game, so that uh, uses different blockchains as different worlds and different or different rooms or different uh, whatever, so you can implement uh, a, a seamless uh, experience for your users uh, that have balances in one chain and you are transferring the liquidity and information uh, just uh, behind the curtain uh, and let them move uh, between those chains seamlessly. Uh, 
Uh, also, uh, one more case is uh, when you uh, have a DAO fund or uh, any other kind of uh, controlling uh, smart smart contract in any chain, and you need to transfer its uh, comments to to other networks. This can be, for example, uh, in case of cross-chain swaps uh, or uh, different insurance protocols uh, or, or even in the same case of gamify and uh, gamify uh, applications. In this case, so you can take the decision, uh, I don't know, in Polygon and uh, command the contract in BNB chain uh, to, to do something. So for example, to increase user balance or uh, mean some NFT uh, whatever. Uh, and uh, with this universal bridge con concept, uh, this um, free liquidity transfer for any token without hassle, without the need to get whitelisted on the bridge. So uh, this creates a really uh, big um, opportunity for smaller DApps who do not yet have enough funds, uh, you know, to uh, get some whitelisting uh, practices, whatever. So would you say that uh, the main uh, target is a uh, game, or, or not necessarily the main target, but one of the target audiences is uh, GameFi, you know, play to earn, metaverse, um, projects that are starting out? Is that who's, who's the... You know, the, the the bridge currently aiming for is that uh yeah so this is uh, one of our priorities because uh these markets uh first of all uh are emerging very well and they promised to to grow uh, uh by 2024 by uh, 10 times or even more uh and uh, on the other hand they provide quite a challenge for us uh because they are uh, Quite uh, high workload applications because they have they need to have a lot of computations, especially on chain computations, and uh, uh, they also aim at different audiences uh, who are located in different blockchains. And uh, we are offering them a solution that allows, uh, first of all, benefit from the uh, Everscale chain uh, speed and uh, cheap gas prices uh, to perform high load uh, computations but on the other side so it lets them to uh, work with a global um, uh, blockchain community without even uh, having any barriers uh, in terms of moving the funds and or funding those those users so you can easily uh, get access through the bridge to almost any audience on any connected networks Interesting, and I I, I know that uh, Broxos has also its own uh, Dex, the Flat Cube. Um, can you tell us more about the farming and staking? You know that 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 it offers. What are what are the options there for anyone that's interested? Uh, yeah, uh, Flat Cube actually is. 
uh, a very well done solution. So uh, when we designed it, so we performed a really heavy research on uh, the most popular DEXs and all the mechanics that they are using in uh, different networks. And later on, uh, so we have developed uh, FlatCube on Everscale blockchain because uh, Everscale allows you multi-threaded computations. And uh, this makes uh, transfers really cheap and fast. Uh, and uh, since that time, so since the launch in uh, early 2021, so FlatCube DEX has become the uh, major one uh, on the Everscale ecosystem with a TVL. Uh, I don't remember the exact figures, but it's something like over 40 uh, million USD already, and it's growing. Uh, so uh, actually what FlatCube uh, offers uh, is... Uh, first of all, uh, most classics that you are expecting from the DEX, so it's already there. It's a AMM-based uh, DEX. Uh, for now, it has one curve uh, design, but uh, later we will be introducing additional ones. Uh, so you can benefit from uh, providing uh, liquidity uh, to get some uh, fees from liquidity pools, but also you can use ULP tokens to uh, stake them at the f different uh, farming pools uh, with a lot of liquidity provided now um, by uh, Everscale network and FlatCube itself. Uh, later on, so uh, we uh, will be implementing a lot of new mechanics that will allow you to create uh, dedicated farms for your projects uh, and get uh, on-chain subsidies from uh, FlatCube itself. So to do this, you will need to uh, lock uh, a certain amount of your cube tokens and uh, then you get the voting right uh, to uh, uh, let the gauche of FlatCube uh, distribute a certain amount of reward to your uh, farming pool as well, together with your tokens. Uh, and this will help uh, especially minor projects uh, or who just appearing and need to get the first audience uh, to get additional liquidity and uh, uh, benefits uh, to attract new liquidity providers. And I wanted to ask you a more uh, broad question about, about the field. Uh, it sounds like you're, you know, you have a lot of um, you know expertise in this. So, what what prevents uh, DeFi from becoming uh, more mainstream? What are the main challenges right now for you know getting more people to you know to staking or, or provide liquidity or, or just be uh, users of the system? Um, it's a very complex uh, and indeed very good question. Thank you. Um, so, first thing is that. Um, if we uh, have a look at the uh, financial services as a whole, including also traditional finance and uh, new wave finance like blockchain, um, then you will see that uh, there is only a few people, a few percentage of people who are understanding how all this stuff works. And uh, not all of them uh, have enough skills and uh, knowledge to understand all the risks and uh, drawbacks of getting uh, into new uh, mechanics. Uh, the second is uh, the uh, pure uh, technical barrier when people need to get uh, installed some wallets, creating seed phrases and whatever. 
And only after that, when they uh, get the basic knowledge and uh, set up the basic infrastructure, they can get access to different DeFi protocols. Uh, for now, um, there is only a, a very very small amount of people in the world who are understanding uh, the fingertips, uh, how the DeFi works and uh, how major protocols work. And we at Broxus are aiming to uh, take a different approach to this and make uh, DeFi products uh, very convenient and simple so that uh, any person who uh, is visiting our products so uh, will not get any troubles with understanding what is going on, first of all, with his money. And second, we are uh, aiming to create a, a very well done educational materials explaining what DeFi is, uh, what is the difference uh, with the traditional finance products uh, and uh, what steps you need to take uh, just to benefit from the uh, unique features of the DeFi it offers. Uh, we already started this, um, so we have several directions. So the first one is, of course, UX, UI, so meaning that the products uh, shall be uh, as simple as possible and um, as transparent as possible, by the way, uh, at the same time. So uh, we are listening very closely to our community, what they are saying, and uh, if they have some good ideas uh, how to improve our interfaces, we typically follow it. Uh, the second one is, is a very detailed documentation uh, on how to use our products that uh, any person can uh, easily follow those steps and, and uh, get access to, to all of these financial services. And the third one is education, of course. So this is the one we have not started yet uh, uh, very closely, but uh, we definitely will uh, approach this issue uh, this year as well. Um, yeah, so that's pretty it. <laughs> no, that, that sounds great. Yeah, it's definitely a service that, that people need because, uh, you know, a lot of the terms are, are you know, are, are still hard to, you know, still hard to to wrap your hands around you know like the automatic market makers and stuff like that yeah most um, people don't don't need that that term so and uh, we try to make it as simple as possible so that any uh any person who is more or less uh understanding what for example um uh, traditional currency exchanges so can uh, come and exchange one currency to another without hassle without even getting into details uh, so how it works but to make it simple and reliable that's a good goal so i wanted to ask you about the uh, everscale network itself why should uh, you know developers in this case not not users but developers why should you uh, build your business on the Everscale network. What 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 the, what are the advantages that it has? Uh, thank you for the question. So uh, actually, Everscale is uh, one of uh, the most promising networks I have seen in the past years, and that's why actually we are uh, developing our products in this ecosystem. Uh, it provides uh, some uh, unique features that uh, not. Uh, everyone has. So like, for example, uh, infant sharding, 
mechanism, meaning that when you have a high load application uh, working on the blockchain and you have a big, big audience that is using it, that's why I'm uh, referencing to Metaverse and Gamify. So that's uh, mm -hmm. where it happens typically. Uh, so the, the network can scale uh, it uh, automatically, splitting into smaller chunks, smaller sub-networks, uh, just to cope with all the computations. Uh, and currently, so uh, it's throughput can uh, withstand with the workload of the whole visa system, for example. So if you put all the uh, visa card transactions on Everscale, so it will easily uh, process them. Uh, so the second part is that uh, unlike most of the new wave uh, blockchains, uh, Everscale uh, uses the similar programming languages. So meaning that uh, there is not a, the big deal to find solidity programmers, for example, from the Ethereum ecosystem uh, and uh, make them uh, create uh, smart contracts uh, on the Everscale. So pretty much the concepts are, are very similar uh, for except that if we consider Ethereum being a one-threaded computer, then Everscale is a powerful data center with a lot of server racks. Uh, so you just can benefit from this multi-threaded computations. Uh, the third one is that interconnectivity. Uh, this is uh, the, the mission and the role of the, of the Octus Bridge that we want to uh, make uh, Everscale connected to as many uh, chains as possible, making it the, one of the central hubs for your uh, the apps and businesses uh, that are working on blockchain uh, because uh, everscale is fast and cheap so and you can uh, use it to uh, host your uh, complex computations in there and later on through octus bridge you can transfer uh, information or value to any other networks you are connected to and uh, in this case uh, it lets you to unlock uh, a much more uh, uh, bigger access to liquidity and user base. Uh, also, Everscale uh, is uh, has just for, from some minor points. Of course, it has its own grant program, so and is welcoming uh, all the projects that are willing to uh, to develop on Everscale to to apply for for a grant program, and uh, also a lot of. Uh, uh big and promising companies uh, so already found uh, that uh, everscale is uh, a very right solution for the application so and uh, there will be a lot of announcements this year i hope can you share with us some of uh you know the developments that are coming or or the announcements that you can you know, we're just developing um, not, not, not for now. So, so uh, among uh, among others, so uh, for example, World Chess Project that uh, has launched uh, Chess NFT uh, on Everscale, and also they are uh, willing to run all the chess tournaments, uh, online chess tournaments uh, on Everscale. So this is quite quite a big one, uh, and a few others uh, I cannot name now because I do not want to spoil them and. <laughs> So, but uh, keep subscribed to Everscale net, uh, network, social media. So, uh, there's always something interesting going on. Oh, for sure. We'll we'll include the the, the links in the in the description. So, everybody that wants to follow and you know wait for the next uh, chess.com to 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 join, um, can get that straight from the team. Um, 
Okay, so I think we covered uh, all of the, the questions that I had in mind. Do you have anything else that you think our audience need to know about um, you know, Everscale and Broxus and, and or, or the or the bridge. Yeah, uh, actually, there's a, a really uh, good and solid roadmap for this year, for both for uh, Broxus products and Everscale network. Uh, and uh, recently, uh, we have revamped the network website uh, to to uh, uncover this uh, a bit more in detail. So and. Uh, uh, just uh, please join to the Everscale community. There is a lot of interesting things going on, a very passionate community who is helping and if you are uh, willing to, to know anything. So there are always some bounty programs, some uh, friendly community members who are willing to help you. So, and if you have any projects, so please feel free to apply for a grant program. So uh, we are really looking for you here. Wonderful. We'll, we'll, we'll include links to, the, to those as well. So I want to thank you again uh, so much, Vlad, for taking the time and uh, you know coming, sharing our, your experience with our audience. Thank you, Avi, for inviting. <laughs>